Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Thursday, January 13th. I have officially, now that it's the third day in a row, taken over Gabby's job of telling you what day it is. Such bullshit. You can tell them what time it is if you'd like. <laughs> Good morning at 6 a.m. Mountain time. <laughs> you could be the weather girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me kick you. I can't yeah, reach though. I know. I know. Uh, wow. How was your day yesterday, Gabby? I was not around, so I don't even know. You weren't went. around. Um yeah, I've been a little under the weather, so I uh, was in bed all day. Yeah, um, super fun. Yeah, super fun. Folded some laundry, slept. <laughs> um, Wait a minute, yeah. you still you still do laundry when you're a full time real estate investor? Yeah. You don't pay people for that. You know what's funny is that like I haven't caught up on laundry since we got back from Mexico. Literally, like it is just <clears throat> in piles everywhere, and I think I've been through all the laundry now, but because it took so long like the like current laundry is then piling up so yeah. i had the most gigantic pile of laundry on the bed yesterday morning and when i went to crawl back into bed i literally like cleared myself a space <laughs> i just like pushed it over yeah crawled into bed and then yeah once i like woke up a little bit later i was like i'm gonna be in bed all day i might as well fold some of this yeah so i just sat up and started folding <laughs> that's actually one thing that i talked about oh i don't know a couple years ago I said, like, you know, is it possible to get someone to come in and do your laundry for you? Yeah. Um, well, like, because we're always trying to figure out ways to save ourselves time. <laughs> um, like, we don't mow the lawn. Like, we, I just started shoveling this year. I don't know why. Um, because, yeah. Because you wanted to make a really cool snow fort. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> we can talk about that. We have an impressive fort in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> fort kick ass in the backyard. Yeah. Um, but normally in the winter, we get, you know, someone to shovel as well. We hire, you know, a company to do that. Um, we have a cleaner that comes in every two weeks. Like we try to eliminate all those little, those things that, you know, that kind of get in the way of us being productive. Um, the one thing that's, that's still always there is still laundry. And I just, yeah, it seems kind of weird to have someone come in and do the laundry and fold it and put it away for you. I don't well, know. Well, most people... Um... Like there are, there are businesses, but they take it away. They take it home. They do your laundry. They fold it, and then they bring it back to you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, we looked into it. It's just, I, I don't remember. Yeah, other than I don't remember much about it, other than like it's just what didn't seem cost effective. But yeah, it's still on my on my list of potential ways. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's. I'm like, sure that if our our laundry was clean, that our cleaner would fold our laundry, like the cleaner that we have. Yeah, I'm sure that if she's like, awesome. Yeah, I mean it just adds time to. How long they're at your house, right? True. How many hours they bill? True, true. Uh, what other ways are you saving time <laughs> in your day to day life? <clears throat> Colin, no. I, 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 I joke, but it's the you know we put a lot of thought into like not not so much lately because we just you know years ago when we were trying to figure out ways to save time, um, we put a lot of thought into these kind of things. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, but the point I was making was that. 
you know, you're still a real estate investor and you still do your laundry. Um, <laughs> I've had this conversation a lot with, with, uh, with some people and, and your life doesn't change that much when you, when you, <laughs> when you retire from your job or you quit your job, it's still pretty much the same. Um, not, and what I mean is like, it's still the same as like, you still got laundry, you still got to cook dinner unless you hire a cook, you know, someone to, you know, pre-cook your meals for you or come to your house. But, um, you you still do the same stuff that you did before. Meaning, you know, if you were playing video games with the boys before, you're still going to play video games with the boys. If you were, um, you know, if your kids are in school, you still have to wake up. And that's the big one I was trying to think them of. And dress yeah. them and brush their teeth and get them to school. <laughs> Pack yeah. their lunches. Everyone's like, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to, when they're planning, you know, say at the cabin retreat, they're, they're, they're finding out, well, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm going to work out. I'm going to meditate. And then I'm going to <sighs> fly my plane. And then I'm going to come home and have breakfast and spend some time and read a little bit and then I'm going to uh, check in on my business, and this is my perfect day. And I'm like, where are your kids? <laughs> Did they you, get themselves to school? <laughs> like, yeah, you still got to get your kids to school. And, like, realistically, you know, once you drop them off at 8, 30, 9 o'clock, you get back. Because um, there's there's no meditating between 6 o'clock and 8, 30. That's for fucking sure. Um, <laughs> not, not, not unless you have, like, a guest house um, that's 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 locked. Um, no, you still got kids <laughs> for the next 15 years that are, that are going to be around. Um, yeah, and then, what, what, between 9 o'clock and maybe 2.30, you've got enough time to do something for yourself. And then you got to pick up the kids, and the kids are home, so... Um, life doesn't, life doesn't change too, too much. It's just, um, the, the your surroundings kind of change, right? Your, your, your house, your vehicles, your, your, <laughs> your fancy changes a little bit, depending on how far you want to go. Um, mm-hmm. but aside from that, we still do, you still do the same things every day. Yeah. The sooner you be, the sooner you have that realization, the sooner you're going to start creating some more realistic goals mm-hmm. because, um, a house uh, plated in gold is it's just a house you know what i mean it's just a place where you sleep and you eat right yeah. um you start everyone sets these high these high fucking goals um because i deserve it and i you know I, this is what i want but at the end of the day you're still doing the same stuff every day you're still spending time with the same people that you like spending time with the most important people so um yeah yeah <laughs> give you a taste into the cabinetry. tree. I, I love, I love telling people that they can have anything that they want in the world. You know what I mean? That it's all possible that you can do it. And then realizing that you don't need it. Yeah. And then if you find that nice little balance in between of, you know, what, what you need and what you want and, and what's truly matters, you can reach your actual goals of your perfect life significantly sooner. Right. You don't need a hundred million dollars. Yeah. <sighs> How did I get down that rabbit hole? I don't know. You asked, about- you asked me what I did yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought laundry. This happens a lot. This is why I'm really good at morning podcasts because I can just keep ra- rambling on. And yeah. people ask, How do you talk for an hour every morning? Uh-huh. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I did have. Um, something to look forward to yesterday, which was my new mastermind group started yesterday evening. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you were gone all day, which, um, every once in a while is nice to have a quiet house. Um, (laughs) what? 
Yeah, I was just you got really offended when I when I told you that. I don't remember how you said it, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was excited to hear that I was leaving for the day. Jeez, <laughs> oh, um, worked my ass off for years to get to a point where I can leave my job, and that's what you say. <laughs> you don't even want me here. Yeah, no, just every once in a while, it's nice to have a quiet house and just, um, yeah, especially I think when you're a mom and um, you're always kind of keeping everybody in line and dinner and getting to school and all that kind of stuff. It's nice to just have the quiet. So that's was good. fair. That's yeah. fair. It was a, it was a good day. And um, yeah. And then I had the women's real estate investing mastermind group start yesterday. So my newest group. That sounds like a um, lot of fun from the other room. It was, I love when new groups start. It is so exciting to um, learn about who everybody is and they get to know each other and kind of go through how it's all going to work. We did a pretty cool um, exercise on figuring out what your top three values are. Nice. So I just like totally invented my own little version of an exercise that I've kind of like vaguely heard of in the past. Yeah. And um, it worked. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Insightful. And yeah, it's it's funny because even though like I was sick all day and like in bed and folding laundry and didn't have the most exciting or like, um, you know, day that just kind of like mm-hmm. gives you that energy. Yeah. <laughs> I ended it on such a high. Like I got off that call and I was in such a good mood and I had so much energy. Like, so the call ended at 930 and these days I've been so tired that I've been passing out at like eight or nine. Yeah. And I could not, like, I was wired. I think really? got to bed like 11.30 or something like that. So I'm pretty tired today, but it was 100% worth it. It was so good. That's awesome. Yeah. And everybody else enjoyed it as well? I hope so. Like I believe it. so. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they're really good fakers. Yeah. Um, so so for today, today I, I had a couple of different things that I was thinking about doing, but uh, I realized that we've uh, fallen behind a little bit over the last five shows. There's been, not fallen behind, but there's been some extra questions that haven't been uh, answered. And I've been keeping track of them. And I thought, you know what, today we'll just answer those questions that have been asked. Some of them were off topic. And I thought by asking them, it would have taken us, you know, mm-hmm. um, off track for that particular episode. So um, I got some from Friday and then there was some from yesterday. So we're going to cover those today. Um, I wanted to let you guys know, uh, in case you forgot, um, we have a special guest tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, right? Yeah. yeah. Special guest tomorrow. Barry McGuire is going to be coming on the show. Um, that's going to be really amazing. So we decided that we're going to do uh, a discussion on real estate closings. So, you know, a lot of people think that that might be more of a basic topic, but there's a lot of things that you don't know about real estate closings. And if you're new to real estate investing, you probably haven't experienced all of them. So he's going to walk through the whole process of, of purchasing a property on the legal side. You know, what things are they preparing for you? Um, what are the standard costs that you can expect? What are the documents that you need to have? What are the documents that they're pulling? Those types of things. And um, sorry. Oh, geez. Sorry. Just uh, I, I wonder if I can if I can ban people from uh, uh, being in this room. Yeah, I'm going to block that guy there. Thank you. Goodness gracious. Jeez. 
Sorry. Um, if you yeah, if you're not, if you're listening to the recording, we're live on a Podbean app, and there's a live chat and everything. And but people can just join the show, whoever wants to, and um, yeah, to kick someone out, <laughs> um, which is going to happen from time to time. Yeah. Um, real estate closings. That's what I was talking about. Sorry. Yeah. We're, we're like Gabby said, we're streaming live right now, and uh, we are on a live platform. If you guys are interested, join in live. Um, if you want to ask questions tomorrow or today. Um, if you got questions for Barry Maguire, join in live at 6 a.m. on the Podbean app um, and, uh, and and get, get your questions answered. Yeah. We're going to be talking. It's completely yes. threw me off track. <laughs> completely threw me off track. I'm glad he's not. This this person's not in the comments or anything. Yeah. I, I blocked him. But uh, um, yeah, it's uh, there, there's there's lots to learn about real estate closings. So, you know, um, sometimes you don't really learn it until you experience it. Well, and sometimes you don't realize that um, there's little things that you can implement or have in place that are going to save your lawyer from having to do extra work that's yes. going to cost you extra money. So it's always a good idea mm -hmm. to know what they're doing on their end and how you can best set yourself up to um, to set them up <laughs> yeah. for a smooth, easy transaction. Yeah. Barry McGuire has been a real estate lawyer in Edmonton for 45 years. Um, he's a guru. I feel uh, like we've been saying 45 years for a couple of years though. I think that he's I think he capped himself years. out. <laughs> I, think, I think he, yeah, he maxed it out. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure, but, um, definitely knows his stuff. And, um, just, just one of the nicest people in the industry. Yeah. Just one of the nicest people in the industry. I was talking with, um, with Annette yesterday. Easily the nicest person. Yeah. Annette and I were on a call yesterday and she's just like, yeah, we were talking just about how nice Barry is. Um, <laughs> Still, every time I go in for a closing, um, he, he genuinely wants to know all about it. Yeah. He wants to know all the details. He wants to know what's happening. Um, just and, and just a completely genuine. Wants to know how your wife and daughter are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so just a, a really amazing person to have on our team. Mm -hmm. um, and he'll be here tomorrow. Um, just kind of going through the comments here. There's a couple comments about laundry and stuff like that. James Cavanaugh says, good morning. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Are you guys like, do you guys get wired and like you know excited in the mornings when we when we do the show for me i do because i'm talking right i get all i get all wound up and, and um and excited like you watch me five minutes before the show and it's just like <laughs> but as soon as i start going like you can, you can start telling i'm very slow my my um uh, my, my speed is very slow when i in the first five minutes and now you can hear me i'm talking super fast and i'm tripping over my own <laughs> words um are you guys excited too in the mornings i mean i i really hope that that's the energy that we're that we're, uh, we're putting out there because like what I hope is that people um, they take that momentum and, and they put it into whatever it is that they're doing that day or whatever they want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Right. Man, I get so excited when I hear about, you know, someone that was listening to the show and they had a question and they asked it and it was answered and then they got shit done that day. Like, you have any idea, Gav, how many people are writing offers right now? Oh, really? That weren't writing offers before. It's ridiculous. <coughs> Gabby, do you have That's any awesome. idea how much competition I created for myself in this fucking market? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm now I'm competing with people that I'm inspiring. So that's, uh, that's, that's one thing. It's great. Uh, but at the same time, like I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes people just need just a little bit of assurance. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I hope that the morning show is, is, is offering that. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so good morning to James. Good morning to 
what do we got here? Lindsay's on, Patrick's on, Varsh is on, Kathleen's on, Ryan's on, Annette's on, uh, Robbie's on, Josh is on, <laughs> Matt's on, like Al's on. Yeah, there's a ton of people on here. So join in live every day, guys. Um, and, and thank you for sharing the live show. Uh, who else we got here? We got any questions? My call with Barry, uh, Annette. Annette says, my call with Barry was like a mini coaching call as we signed docs. That's awesome. <laughs> that That's yeah, that's what I get. Yeah, I feel every single time. Um, it's not transactional with him. Like he legitimately, yeah, he loves it. Um, I feel like there was another comment in here that I missed. Oh, gosh, Gabby, help me out here. Well, Kathleen, as I was talking about moving, pushing laundry aside to crawl into bed, she said like a typical mom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah <Definitely>. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Robbie says coffee in the morning show. I'm always fired up. That's awesome. I heard uh, Robbie was saying he's a bit of a coffee snob now, so he got a Nespresso, you got an espresso yeah. machine over the holidays too. Um, yeah, I know what you, you just got to get that, uh, that Ember heated cup and you're in your set. I told Gabby for my birthday, I want a, uh, a, a heated travel mug. I have an expensive date over here. I, I'm a very simple guy though. Get me a heated <laughs> cup and that's yeah. it. I'm good for good the for year. a couple years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wilson says the podcast gets me going in the morning. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I talked to Wilson and Jess yesterday, and uh, I haven't talked to you about this, Gab, because I was mm -hmm. gone. It's pretty pretty exciting news on their side too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, these these two. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, you know me. I'm a pretty competitive guy, and when I see other people coming into this um, into the game and, and crushing and, it. and crushing it and being more competitive, it makes me more competitive I'm like, <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. But these yeah. guys are just like they're really yeah they're. They're one up and big time, big time, doing some really amazing things. And uh, they had some pretty exciting news here. Well, uh, Robbie yesterday. says, Wilson, I've been enjoying your reno updates. Yeah. That basement yeah. suite is just coming together like, like, uh, give me something that comes together quickly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I love it too. I love seeing their updates um tons and tons of social media and they're sharing some really great tips they had a really great video yesterday on social media um you know they're doing their monthly webinars about the edmonton um market um social media is such a powerful tool such a powerful tool um you okay yeah um it, it they sharing videos and stuff like that just helps you helps you build trust with potential joint venture partners like it's it's it, it it's uh need a second um need to blow my nose oh <laughs> gabby's a little under the weather here so we're just gonna take a, a quick little break here and uh no i it, it's it's fine it's life this is real life <laughs> is, she, she's not feeling that so we're gonna take a quick little commercial break we'll be back in a second hi folks barry mcguire here i'm inviting you to join our free facebook group Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education. We go live every Monday discussing all sorts of creative real estate strategies. You know, nothing can match the power of learning from Canada's top creative real estate experts. We provide you with the education and tools you need to close your first damn deal. It's the most important one. Join our free group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education, and we'll see you Monday. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I was... <laughs> 
I didn't. I saw you struggling there. I'm like, okay, if, if, if you need to blow your nose, you can blow your nose. We can take a little commercial break. Uh, it's not a problem. Uh, a veteran uh, is is on. It's his first time coming on. He made it for 6 a.m. I know you work nights. Uh, she's calling in here. I'm going to talk to him real fast here. Okay. Didn't go to sleep after work. Oh, nice. staying. you're staying up. Wow, that's fantastic. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, man. How are good, you? Man. How are you? Oh, I'm, very good. I'm happy that I'm listening to you guys in the morning. Do you, uh, do you uh, want to put your volume down just slightly? There's a little bit of an echo. Sure. How about now? Sounds good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for staying up. I know that you work nights, so this is uh, this is fantastic that you're able to come on the live show. Yeah, I just didn't sleep, and I was like, oh, "What's the how I can use my time good, right?" And uh, and then I just oh, it's six twenty. I should get on the show and ask a couple of questions and ask us how are you guys doing. Oh man, we're doing good. We're doing good. Aside from a little bit of uh, nasal uh, stuffy <laughs> stuffy noses. Uh, <laughs> we're great. We're great. It's uh, good down here in South Alberta now. That's that's great, man. Uh, so so, what are you working on right now? What uh, what can we help you out with? Um, working on right now. There is a bunch of things, and try to narrow down my focus on just one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I'm reading. Uh, that the main thing would be goals for 2022. I talked with Ilona also about this and uh, talked with a bunch of other people. That's why I'm reading the book, What the One Thing, to just narrow yeah. down more, focus on very few things which matters most. And uh, that brings me down to uh, social media presence. Yeah. Uh, my main goal behind everything is uh, encourage my community, Indian community, to do good things. Mm-hmm. Like especially the students of my age, 21 years old, and whoever like to who who are just new here, you know, mm-hmm. um, leave them with a good impression that uh, lead them by examples, not yeah. just like, come here and spend on money on stupid things. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm giving myself a challenge to make uh, short videos on financial education and stuff for TikTok and uh, shorts on YouTube because I already have a little bit of presence on YouTube. That's awesome. Uh, 90-day presence. And for the real estate side, I will be focusing more on a wholesaling. I won't say wholesaling, uh, just to get more leads because mm-hmm. I have people who want to buy properties with me who have money. But I just I I just cannot funnel it right. I, I could, but I think I just don't ha- I don't have the good deals, you know. I have the deals with cash flow, which are okay. And uh, I have a, a guy from uh, BC. He don't understand J- JVs. Like he is, he's Indian and like an old guy. He mm-hmm. more of a ownership. You know, like they want to have the ownership, hundred percent ownership. Uh, don't to do with any partnership and stuff. So he he have like around six to nine hundred to invest in Alberta, nine hundred thousand invest in Alberta but the thing is uh, we put it like three offers last year from September to December and none of them grew through because it was so back and forth so back and forth they were stuck on the small things so that's why I'm trying to uh, focus on uh, 
getting a LLC up and doing a proper wholesaling and getting serious on business, not not because I think LLC, uh, just I'm opening up LLC just because um, that will bring me more seriousness in the business. And for you or for, or for how, how you're perceived? For myself also and for other people as well. <clears throat> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, um, that's where I am. Like that 90-day challenge for the social media thing and uh, then real estate. I am focusing more on my goals right now. I'm still planning out for the goals, how I can reverse engineer them and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but still not sure, uh, still figuring it out. And um, along that, I'm, I'm like, uh, whatever, it's it going to take time. Still, that's why I'm running around and still trying to find deals. Yeah. And going to my job. That's uh, that's about what's happening right now. Right on. Uh, I got a couple notes there. Maybe you can help you out. Um, just one quick question. Do you know the, the name of my corporation? Hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. Nobody does. <laughs> Corp- like a corporation like doesn't give you any more legitimacy or seriousness. Uh, we had a Facebook page there when Facebook pages were relevant, um, like business pages. But like for a while, everyone kind of knew us as our business. But having a name and a web, like a corporate name and a website and, and a business card and stuff like that is, 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 is dead. Oh, it's, it's about you, man. It's it, people are want to invest in you, not, not, um, uh, okay, give me a cheesy, um, cheesy uh, prestige worldwide enterprises. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's no, um, like you don't need anything fancy. You know, you don't need to make it sound more sophisticated. It's it's, the, it's you. It's just because of what have what what was happening. I was getting some stuff in contracts, <clears throat> and you know, sometimes it's just hard that uh, when you were new and you were like, oh, you thought it was a good deal, but when you get Dig deep into and you're like, oh shit! I why I had it under contract under my name. Yeah. So just a little bit more protection and uh, protection from what? Thing, protection from not screwing up on the contract because one time I almost uh, uh, had a contract under my name and not much of the safety to protect myself from get backing off out of the contract. It's just that buyer wasn't aware about much of the legal stuff. That wa- That's how I was able to get out of that contract. And uh, that's why I was like, it's more of I'm going uh, into corporation thing. It just goes, uh, uh, I will be more serious for my business, which I think I am serious, but I, it was not my only focus. You know, when you're starting out, you uh, that's what I'm learning from the One Thing book. And it is really hard for me to focus on one thing. I'm always a person who have like three, four things going on. If I'm in one business, yeah, I'll go for crypto. I'll go for this, that. So, it also sounds to me like what I'm hearing um, majorly through listening is that it sounds like you're big time in your own way. Like you are coming up with a million reasons why this isn't working and why that isn't working and things that you can do to make them work instead of just doing what needs to be done. Making a decision. Making a decision. Um, I'm, I'm hearing that over and over again through listening. Is that like you are just literally in your own way. You need to get out of your own way and just take action. Don't, don't take offense to that. It's just 
Um, in a few months, you look back and you'd be like, yep. <laughs> so right now, it, it, right now it can be a little offensive, but, um, um, I, two, two more things I want to add in here, uh, is, is that definitely in, in regards to the liability thing, um, uh, definitely ask your questions tomorrow when Barry McGuire comes on. Barry's going to be on. And I'm not sure if you were here when I said it. Um, he's going to be talking about the the real estate closings. Um, corporations don't give you much uh, limited liability, um, truthfully. It's more of a, for, for real estate holdings at least, um, or wholesaling. Uh, there's not really much that you, it's really protecting you from. There's not really much that you can be gone after for either. Just through experience, you'll you'll understand a little bit more. It's it's a much more it's a it's more of a tax savings, tax deferral um, uh, benefit. But you can talk to Barry about that tomorrow, and I, and I am planning on having um, an accountant on here very soon as well to talk more about that kind of stuff and the benefits of corporations as opposed to um, mm-hmm. uh, personal. Um, but I mean, just just hearing like it's going to motivate me more is like. Yeah, you know, is it is it worth the extra thousand dollars in 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 tax uh, tax filings every year? <laughs> you know, for the you know for the rest of your career, probably not. Um, and I I, I want to leave you with one other thing, and maybe this maybe this might help with your joint venture um, thing in BC. Now, as I'm saying this, and as I'm thinking about it, I'm not 100 percent sure you're allowed to. I'm going to have to look into RICO rules, but. Uh, what if instead of uh, taking uh, a part of the ownership or a part of the percentage, um, you just charge a fee in your joint venture agreement instead, a one-time fee? So you being the expert on boots on the ground, now you're not trading in, in, in real estate, you're not brokering any deals, but you can help him find the right deal, help him set up the property management, help him you know, find the right, you know, determine the tenant profile and everything else, help him find the deal, put it all together in a nice little neat package. He still signs all the mortgage documents. He still signs all the contracts with the realtor. He's, you are just his consultant in the ground and maybe you charge him 10K instead. That's a good um, way for you to get cash today as opposed to most real estate investors. They don't start receiving their profits from, you know, buy and hold joint venture partnerships until like at least five years later. That's That was the plan with the last... Uh, offer uh, I made with them um, because they they were just dependent on me and in the end they were like uh, we are not sure if you move out of Lethbridge and stuck, we'll be stuck with the property and the deal was that I will get 10,000 um, Oh really? The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the deals closes and I will get the referral from my realtor as well mm-hmm. the referral fees mm-hmm. And it was like almost so close. I even like said that I will pay for the environmental report. But uh, in the end, his son was like, uh, he's just not sure investing in Lethbridge because uh, what if I somehow don't want to be there and who will manage the property? That's that's where I, I was getting the problem at. They were like, oh, get me some bank or some Tim Hortons or McDonald's where they are safe. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me two, three million. I'll get you those plazas. I have a Walmart plaza that's on MLS. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, right? And so then, so yeah. then it's it was like uh, we. I didn't actually follow up for a month in December, but actually he called me on New Year and he'd be like Happy New Year and all that. I was like, oh, so still interested. And I had a call yesterday. I was like, How about if we just start with a small thing, uh, with the, just a house, you know? Mm-hmm. Just that you can uh, you can ensure that okay I'm a trustable person and I will have a business with you, 
and because there's no other way how we can uh, uh, test each other out other than doing a business that's how i deal with my friendships also uh, have a lot of stuff happened and as like we don't know until we actually work with that person until we have a relationship with the person if that person is worth that or not unless we actually deal with them how else you would know you, you can do whatever history check or stuff with the tenants or anybody but you yeah. got actually it 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 gonna it's only gonna you know you actually gonna know the truth man it's gonna actually happen so yeah. that's what our strategy i'm going with him right now be like start with anything if you have a trust problem right it's um he's like oh yeah no it's not about trust and stuff oh it's 100% about trust and i know that that's 100% about trust so i was like let's start with a small house and then i had this uh, apartment complex i know it's uh, off market but i haven't put it under contract because uh, there was some commercial vacancy we had so i told him he's like yeah uh, we will arrange up the money yeah, it's a 3.6 asking price if you can get it for 3 million actually i can get it for even 2.8 but uh, there is a vacancies which is bringing the cap rate down so I'm not bringing that deal to him just because I know it will be just another time waste for a month and two you know so that's where I am like I know now I I have people who have money and uh, that's why I'm I'm trying to bring my social media presence because I know a lot of Indian people in Vancouver and Toronto areas they have a lot of money and they want to invest in Alberta they just don't have a reliable people they can trust and stuff mm-hmm. and I am for long game I want to like this is my whole Uh, life i'm going to be doing real estate because i just l- like it and you know my story like uh, i'm still mm-hmm. a work permit holder and uh, and just a uh, just not a permanent resident so i still have a house and all that stuff so that's why i uh, i am right now be like uh, have people trust a little bit but just not completely you know to give uh, that permission okay yeah we can do the deal and you can manage it um so it's i think it's uh, just about figuring it out what which way it's gonna which way you know um i'm gonna i'm gonna do with these guys and then probably find another investors yeah what what can i leave you with today what can i what, what can i answer for you or how can i kick you uh properly in order to make sure that you go a different direction today and you you've like you got something different because it sounds like you're 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 stuck in a in a loop mm, yeah so how i can actually be um <clears throat> um how should i say how actually i track my goals and have a goal in real estate like what way you recommend me to have this goal setting that i'm planning to do and then reverse engineer what i needed to do gabby you want to cover this one Well I just like I don't I don't know if I'm going to answer that uh question in the way that he wants but like I just really Oh it's never the way that you want let's just that's make and, that clear cuz yeah. um, But like I I I just I'm hearing it loud and clear that like you need to you really need to pick a focus and five and letters stop. the most important five focus. letters and Yeah because you, know, you just you just said so many things that like I don't I'm like legit confused <laughs> like you just talked about so many different things that I'm just like holy man like you need to pick one thing to focus on and like that's all that you need to do for the next several months is like so yeah, uh, go ahead I, Wayne. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to say that like you need to focus on one thing and then achieve that outcome is is what's the most that we we got to close that properly. Um, focusing on one thing is cool. I'm going to focus on getting my social media presence up. Okay, how do you measure that? You need to be able to measure that and achieve it, achieve the outcome, complete it, and then there needs to be an intention towards that outcome. Why are you doing that? To build trust with investors. Once I do this one thing and I achieve this measurable outcome done, then I'm going to go and do this, which is going to get me to where I want to go. So figure out what are the things that are preventing. And don't just say, well, if I have a business, it'll be a little, I'll I'll be a little more established. Um, And if I have a better social media presence, yes, those are all great things. You need to be able to measure them. Otherwise, you're going to be always in this constant loop of being like, well, no one's investing with me. So I need to do a better YouTube presence. No, like you need to, I talked about this, uh, maybe it was Friday. Maybe go back to Friday's episode where I was talking about specifically about going in your inner circle and making a list of all the investors who are in your inner circle, friends, family, that kind of stuff, people who already trust you, and then writing them down and going through their files individually and figuring out what it is that they need in order to invest with you. The and five way to raise money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like that. Eh? It was a very gimmicky. I, 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 I yeah. You know what? And that's it. Just focus, focus on one person at a time and what they're going to need. If you're focusing on everybody, you know, if you, if you're putting up content that's general, yeah, I mean, general content's good. It's going to attract people who are outside your inner circle into, you know, your, your second or your, or your first circle. Um, However, you know, if that's one guy and there's one guy in BC and you're like, okay, this guy wants to invest, but he's just on the fence and he can't make a decision, then I need to figure out what it's going to take to get him specifically on board because he's got $900,000, I think you said, right? Mm -hmm. And that guy with $900,000 could potentially be your only joint venture partner that you need. Let me just tell you that right now. He, you, you don't need many joint venture partners. You don't. You just need one or two really good ones who have like a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars. You want to keep things basic. If you're still working at your job, you got two people who invest with you, and they buy a suited house in Calgary or Edmonton. Okay, you buy two suited houses. In five years, you go refinance. You pull some money out and you go buy two more suited houses with those same people. Okay, you pull it instead of taking their, you know, you refinance. You pull the equity out instead of giving them the equity. You know, you say, hey, I can give this back to you. you can give your investment back. You still continue to own this property fifty percent. Or we can reinvest that money and buy another speeded house. They both agree. Now at year five, you have four houses, right? And in five years after that, you, you do the exact same thing and you pull the equity of the four houses and you buy four more. Now after 10 years, year 10, you got eight properties, right? That's just very, very basic stuff. So you don't need many. If he's got $900,000 and you bought nine speeded houses, then in five years, you'd have 18. And in 10 years, you'd have 36. You know what I mean? It, you don't have to overcomplicate it. Um, sometimes I think it's really good just to focus on a couple people. And those are your the, your primary focus. Like, how the fuck do I get their money? How do I get this? Right? And they might say, I want an 18-unit apartment building, or they might say, I want to do a condo. Just give them whatever the hell they want. Just get the first, like you said, let's do something small on the first one. Give them whatever they want. Be super agreeable. Right? Super agreeable. Give them whatever the heck they want to get that first deal so that they have that trust and they built that trust with you. Then the second deal, you can you can have a little more of an influence on them. You know what I mean? I know this worked, but we can do this. And they trust you now. They trust the process. But I, I would say just focus on a couple of your joint venture partners. Put your content all towards what it is that they need to see. If he doesn't know, understand why a joint 50-50 joint venture is fair, then put out content that explains why 50-50 joint ventures are the standard for all joint ventures. He just doesn't know because he's not in circles like you. 
right? So educate him. At the same time, put out general TikTok, you know, um, content as well. The intent of that, <clears throat> the outcome that you want from that is to attract more people towards you, right? Because if you're not planning on being um, a social media influencer, you're not planning on putting out, you know, real estate investing courses and stuff like that or coaching, there's no reason to put out content, right? The reason why you put out content is to attract people towards you for a reason, for an intention, right? So get intentional, very intentional, and just focus on a couple small things. I would pick three of your joint venture partners and put all of your energy into them. Put 90% of your content towards getting them to see whatever it is that you want them to see or believe, and then, and then close them. And the other 10% of your content, you can just make it very general just to attract more people towards you. If you focus on that this year, yep. and you get that one joint venture partner, you're laughing. You're laughing. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good year. That's a good year. And then uh, for 2023, just leverage that, that experience, leverage that foundation that you built off social media and that, that following, and then just work on three more people. There you go. There's, there's something to start with and forget about crypto and everything else. If you want to do crypto, do crypto. If you want to do real estate, do real estate, pick one, do it today, make a decision right now. You can't do both. And I don't think you have enough money to do both anyways. That's right. I like decisions, man. That's, that's, you can just, the reason why I'm talking so fast and making it so simple is because when you overcomplicate things, you don't do anything. So just make a decision fast. Okay. I'm doing this done. I made a decision. doesn't matter. You can do crypto. sounds great. I hear a lot of people are doing it. Matt McKeever sold all of his rental properties. I just saw yesterday. I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. But really? he, you know what he did? He fucking, he got out of, you know, he decides he wants to go to crypto and NFTs and shit. He got out of real estate. He didn't, he didn't, dabble in both he sold everything now he's putting out content on nfts fill your roots bud i don't like but at least he made a decision right yeah, yeah that's nuts yeah right. anyways thanks I'm for gonna, calling thanks for calling yeah. in buddy i'm gonna get into some more questions today and uh keep you know what stay up stay up late every day and keep calling in <laughs> and um and let us know how it's progressing i'm gonna keep an eye on you man i'm watching i'm watching your content all right I will uh, see you tomorrow morning then. Tomorrow morning. Bye. All right, buddy. I want to make sure that I get all these other questions done. I'm going to do the... uh, Okay, let's do the oldest ones first. Um, When we were talking about joint venture partners um, on Friday, someone asked, what is the minimum amount? Uh, And let me know if my audio is okay. I didn't realize my mic was so far away because I was talking loud. Um. Actually, no, quick question. Was there any comments in there? Nope. Um, okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, uh, there was a question on Friday when we were talking about joint venture partners raising capital. What is the minimum amount you use for a joint venture partner? Um, are you asking me or are you asking what you should do? Both are different. Both are, it depends. Um, you would want... Uh, for a joint venture partner, a standard, don't use this as a blanket answer for everything, but a standard joint venture, um, you want the joint venture partner, the money partner to bring the money for the down payment and the reserve fund. Mm-hmm. So on a, on a, on a, and to qualify for the mortgage. Yes. But how much, what is the minimum you use, uh, from a joint venture partner? So depends on um, the price of the house. Depends on the price of the house. That'll determine the the down payment, which will det- as well the reserve fund as well. So add that all up together. That that being said, you can told you don't have to do a joint venture partner or don't joint venture with one partner. You can do it with two partners, and so two people bring the money, and they bring fifty percent of the money, and they each get 
and 50% of the reserve fund and they each get 25% of the deal and you get 50%, that's possible as well. You can get uh, 40% and they can each get 30% each. Um, lots of different ways to uh, to approach that. It's all negotiable, but um, from your joint venture partner, you want a minimum amount. You want them to be able to cover the down payment and the reserve fund. Yep. Um, that's, that's the answer to that one. We can go deep if you have a, a specific question. You know, we can go deeper into uh, that, but that's mm -hmm. if you're here, which, which, which I think I think she's here. Uh, she also, we were talking about, uh, no, we'll just kind of skip over that one. Um, someone had mentioned this, and, and you know who you are, and you know how I felt about it. <laughs> and you know I haven't stopped thinking about it. Um, sounds really passionate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel more comfortable approaching the outer circle than my inner circle. It's scary <laughs> to risk personal relationships. Now, this was a female. And not to say that females um, are different than males. But they are. <laughs> There's some main differences, yeah. There's there's some there's some <laughs> big differences, and some females and males are significantly more different than others. Significant, uh, the, the, some uh, males are more different than females, and and some females are, and some are more like, and 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 it's it's a complicated subject. <clears throat> but um, that's a limiting belief, and um, what I like to do because that is a very 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 common thing that people say. I don't want to go talk to people. I don't well, want to talk to my friends I, and family. The most interesting thing to me in that statement is that you would rather give strangers or outer circle people the opportunity to make money with you than you would your own friends and family. See, Gabby's always got a different perspective than I do. I love it. I love it. True. True. That is that is a... That's I would way rather. Like, I love... Um, like our parents invest with us and like every time that I send them money, it's just like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like the, literally the best feeling in my life. When, You're taking like, care of them. Yeah. And, and not making in a way, their money work for them. Yeah. You're taking care of them and not in a way that like, you know, they, they got old and they had to move into your basement and, and you're giving them sponge baths or you're paying or you, I'm prolonging you have, that from happening. Yes. <laughs> or you're paying for their, um, their, the retirement home. Like, Oh, that's, that's the duty of, in some cultures more so than others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the duty of the children is to, to, you know, the parents raise you and you take care of the parents when they get old and they can't raise themselves Yeah. from bed or from the toilet. Yeah. So, um, I would much rather help them build up a cash flow vehicle from their own resources. And I provide my expertise and not my, my dineros. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I because like, yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, so that's Gabby's perspective. My perspective is the inner circle is where you already have trust. Mm -hmm. building trust is the most difficult part of raising capital. And these people have known you since you were young, perhaps since you were born. Yeah. Um, these people have been, you know, with you through some of your worst and best times. Um, these are people that trust you and you can help them. And as well, um, you know, it, yeah, it's, 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 you're limiting yourself, your best prospects, 
by yeah. not going in your inner circle. Now, if you feel like you're going to burn bridges, then then don't. So here's here's what I do is I always think about when, you know, you're thinking about your vision and what's going to be your your perfect life and what you're getting towards and the journey and everything else. Um, where are they on that picture? Are they there? Because if they're not there, then it doesn't matter. But if it's your mom and you don't want to ruin your relationship with your mom because you know for a fact your mom will not, then don't. But that doesn't mean you can't show her. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't need to burn bridges. Like if they say no, why is a bridge automatically burned? Like all you've done is presented an opportunity and given the, them the chance to either buy into it or not buy into it. That's, that's it why, doesn't burn a bridge. That's why like, social media is so important. You're not asking them. You're just showing them for a very long time that, you know, there were certain parents of ours that we thought would never, never, never ever, yeah. ever, ever. And you know what I mean? We just kept showing them. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't stuff it down the, like in their face all the time and just like constantly tell them, why aren't you investing? And like, you have no retirement plan or, you know what I mean? I hear this all the time. Um, my parents don't have a retirement plan. I'm trying to tell them I need to help them. Otherwise they're, I'm going to have to pay for all your stuff. No, don't approach it like that. Just show them your successes and show them that it works. That's what they want to see. Yeah. Because this is just another one of your weird ideas, like your, you know, your wholesaling business or your crypto, or your NFTs, or your, you know, your your Mary Kay or your, you know, your makeup business or which all the other crazy ideas you've had. To, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you probably had a few. Yeah. Um. So you know, then and, and you didn't succeed at those, or you never followed through with it. So they just want to make sure that you're following through and it actually works. And you're not just taking advantage of them because you're your parents. So, um, yeah. Okay. And also like, and you can also just literally be planting seeds. Like I remember talking to my best friend about real estate, like just on multiple occasions throughout the years, never, never saying, oh, well you should, you know, <clears throat> um, take money out of your property and invest it with me. Like I never flat out said that, but we've talked about it several times. And about a week ago, she called me and said, hey, can we set up a time to um, chat sometime in the next few weeks? I'm pulling money out of my house and I'm talking to financial advisor about like ways to invest, but I also want to talk to you mm -hmm. and like maybe I can invest with you guys or I don't know. I don't even know what you guys are doing anymore because you guys just like are doing lots, so many random things. Isn't that messed up? But maybe, but like maybe there's an opportunity there. So I just like to talk to you and at least see. And so like, that's my best friend who, like I said, I've never asked her. I've just always talked to her about it. She's always curious every time I see her, which isn't often. Sometimes it's been a two-year gap between when we've seen each other, sometimes once a year. Mm -hmm. And that's the literally the only time that we talk about real estate. But she's now come around and said, hey, maybe, you know, maybe that's a possibility that I could invest with you guys. I've had so many conversations like that too. And I think to myself, I'm like, dude or girl, are, don't you watch any of our content? Like, so, so She's not her, best, her best friend doesn't know that it's what a we possibility. Do. We're not doing it right now, taking on any joint venture partners, but she did not know it was a possibility to invest with us. No, so, she did. She just doesn't know exactly what we're doing. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe that's a possibility. And in our minds, we're thinking like, people are just going to come to us with money, right? Yeah. I'm going to put out content and everyone's just going to come to me. There's, there is a method to all of this. If, if you're paying attention, you know, you put out content to, to get attention and you, you do need to get on the phone and ask people and to tell them what's possible. It's, um, yeah, I, it's, uh, I've had so many fr uh, friends that are like, oh, I didn't know I could invest with you. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I put out content every goddamn day. I got a podcast and everything else. They're not listening to it. So you just got to pay attention to where they're consuming their content as well, which is a completely other topic. 
about, you know, how to be intentional and making, again, talking about, you know, the people within your circles, you got to make sure that you are getting to them, you know, putting out a piece of content on Instagram, a video doesn't necessarily mean that grandma's going to get it. Grandma's on TikTok. You got to put it on TikTok. (laughs) My grandma's not on TikTok. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of stuff in here. Uh, and I, and I know that you're going to be giving me the wrap it up. Um, okay. I, I saw a question in here that I thought was, um, important. Um, there's lots of questions actually. This is good. This is good. Um, I, I wanted it to get to this point where I didn't have time to answer all the questions. So, um, I'm going to keep track of all these questions for you guys, and then we'll just keep ripping through them as much as I can. Um, can I touch on something on yes. the subject that we were just talking about? Of course. Okay. Because Tony says, if you are new and going to assume right. that you will lose money on your first few tries, <clears throat> it would suck to take family and friends down with you if they don't stick mm-hmm. with it with it through the slump. Tony, come to the cabin retreat and I'll show you how to make money without fan, uh, friends and family. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> legit like there are ways to do it there's so many different ways to 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 grow in real estate i have so many different cool strategies that can get you started now if you use those strategies you won't be able to scale nearly as fast so you'll need joint venture partners eventually but you know yeah i I get that all the time that's a terrific statement that's a terrific question yeah i'm new and i don't want to bring in my friends and, and, and i'm gonna make mistakes in the beginning yes you are and you don't want to bring your friends and family in on that totally get it so you can either stick to a very basic strategy where you know it's it won't fail, or you do a couple of deals on your own and 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 build up that confidence to make sure that you're not going to mess up to build you know to build that ex- experience and then bring in your family members. If you're at a point where you've got no money and you need to do deals yourself and you don't want to bring in joint venture partners, there's tons of different strategies I can teach them to you. It, it, you just need a plan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I really hope that that's not holding you back. Cause that right there scares the shit out of me. Cause that's, that's that comment right there is the type of comment that'll hold you back for two years. And you'll be, you'll look back and you're like, Oh wow, I still haven't done shit. I know you're doing shit, but you know what I mean? That I hear that comment a lot. And that will, that is that, that one there scares me when people say stuff like that. Yeah. Because you need to get, you need to resolve that comment right now. Otherwise you're going to be stuck in the same spot floating for years. Yeah. That's a general statement to everyone, not just to Tony. But um, yeah, there's lots of different ways to do deals yourself. They are a little, you're going to take on a little more risk. You know what I mean? They're not going to be as profitable, but there are ways to build that experience. Um, and and by taking out a little extra risk and by lowering your margins, yes, it's the risk is going to fall on you, but what you're going to gain is is less money and more experience, which is, which is the problem that needs to be solved right here. I don't have enough experience. How do I get experience before I go talk to people that I love and trust? Well, go get the experience. So you can do that by partnering up with other investors and working for free, right? You can you can ask to tag along with a mentor or another investor, or you can go get private capital and do it yourself. <laughs> higher, you know, cost a little bit more, lower margins, higher risk. But, you know, if you lose $5,000 and you gain all the experience that you need in order to go talk to those people that you love and get joint venture partners, I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different ways we can look at that. Agreement for sales as well. That's what I used. You know, yeah. to build up that confidence and that that uh, that trust, lots, lots. But okay, I'm ripping through. Answer. I'm giving fast answers today, Gabby, because I know that I want to get through a lot of this mm-hmm. um, rather than 20 minute answers. 
Um, I'm hoping that you can kind of keep up on the comments. Uh, oh, I've I've lost it. Uh, what's up to the family? Did they go down with you? Yeah, if they don't stick with you through the slump. Um, yeah, you don't you don't want to build that trust with family and then ruin it. Um, apparently, there's lots of listeners today. People are commenting. That's good. Um, and yeah, I'm. <laughs> Well, Lindsay's at the gym uh, while she listens, and she says, I don't think it's a coincidence how three out of the six people in the gym at 530 own or are buying real estate as an investment. That's cool. Really? Yeah. Um, okay, we had a comment here. It was a couple comments about AFS, and I've got a comment from Friday about AFS as well. Okay. Um, uh, and I want to say we'll do it tomorrow, but then Barry's here tomorrow. So how good, uh, is AFS if you want to scale fast and, and any other way to do subject or related, uh, subject to or related in Canada? Why not a lot of people do that? Why don't a lot of people do agreement for sales? Because it's hard to find them. Try not hard to find them. Um, uh, people give up. Yeah. Um, it's very easy. It's a very easy concept once you once you understand it. Um, like anything, I mean, everything's simple once you understand it. Um, a lot of people take the courses. Uh, a lot of people are like, "Yes, I'm going to go buy ten properties and with no money down, and seller's going to carry the financing," and then they give up because it's hard. Mm-hmm. I I I I did it actively for eight, two years there. Yeah, and it was super fucking stressful. Um, I got really, really fucking good at it and I got enough properties that I wanted and I started um, wholesaling them. I was wholesaling agreement for sale deals, um, zero money down deals, five-year terms, seven-year terms. Um, But when it came time to assign them, like we were talking about wholesaling yesterday, I think it was yesterday, and you got two weeks to to find a buyer and nobody was fucking taking them. Mm -hmm. So I said, fuck this shit, I'm done. I, I to be honest, I thought it was a pretty decent business model. I'm really good at finding room for sales. I'm really fucking good at it. Yeah. Really good at it. I know exactly where to look. I know how to talk to people. I have got I got the model. I got the system. Um, no one's better than me, except for maybe one person. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought, okay, I'm going to find these deals. I can't take any more on because they're higher risk, right? Um, well, at least the deals that I'm finding, and. Uh, I'm going to assign them to other investors. Other investors want them. There's a problem here in the market, right? Let's solve the problem in the market. People want to agree for sales, but they're too lazy and they keep quitting. How about I bring it to them and I charge them $5,000 assignment fee for a seven-year agreement for sale with zero money down. All you got to do is put $5,000. You're going to make $100,000. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking decent. And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. Well, why aren't you taking it? Because I have enough. It's here. It's right here on a silver yeah. platter. Go for it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll do you have any eight year ones? AFS is an opportunity. It's not like you're not going and putting 20% down and getting stellar terms where you're going to cash flow hundreds of dollars no. and it's going to be a your great little cash flow property. That's not an AFS. An it's AFS an is an opportunity to gain experience, to grow a portfolio. It's a long game. You, like in most cases, yeah. but like, that's the thing is like, you get favorable terms to ride out the unfavorable, maybe, um, um, financials of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, they don't cash flow because of mathematics and 
for everyone here that's interested in agreement for sales, they probably haven't taken a course, so they don't really understand it. And I don't want to go into to, to, to reasons why it's complicated before someone takes a course, right? But it's the mathematics of it. The reason why they don't cash flow is because most of the sellers that I'm approaching, 99% of the sellers I'm approaching, have little to no equity in their home. That is the problem that I'm solving for sellers. Hey, you have no equity in your home. You can't sell it with a realtor because um, you, you don't have enough equity to pay your realtor. Also, you're stuck in a mortgage term, a fixed mortgage term. And you're going to have $10,000 worth of penalties. This person's stuck. The seller's stuck. They need to move back home. They lost their job. If they sell their home today, they're going to lose $30,000 out of pocket. They, if, if they decide to sell their home and they lost their job. So where's this money coming from? What I'm going to do, Mr. Seller or Mr. Seller, is I'm going to take this property off of your hands. Okay, you're going to keep the financing in your name and I'm going to close in seven years. I get all the mortgage paid on and everything else, but don't worry. I take care of property tax kind of fees. You can walk away from this. All I ask is that you carry the financing for seven years. Okay, me, I get an opportunity. I don't have to put any money down. I don't have to qualify for a mortgage because they keep the financing in their name. I get all the benefits of appreciation and mortgage pay down. Here's the problem though. When they bought it, they bought it for 5% down. So in, in Canada, you put 5% down. You, you know, you have a 95% loan to value mortgage, okay, high ratio mortgage, and they amortize it over 25 years, not 30 years. Investors, they put 20% down. They get a 30-year mortgage. That makes your mortgage payments less by about four or $500, okay? So when you're buying with 5% down, a 95% loan to value mortgage over 25 years, the payments are four to $500 higher. It's the exact same profit if you were to buy it for the opposite, you know what I mean? 20% down, 30-year mortgage. Exact same profit, exact same revenue. The problem is, is that more is going to paying down the mortgage as opposed to more in your pocket every month is cash flow. So the financially, they're structured incorrectly, but it's an opportunity. The value is in the opportunity. I don't have to put any investment in and they're carrying a mortgage for me. So that's where my value is at. The value is in the fact that I don't have to put any investment in it and I don't need to qualify for a mortgage. I'm still going to make the exact same amount of money I would if I was to put money in it. But my ROI is infinite. So how many of those properties do you want in your portfolio? Five? And they're all, they're negative cash flow, 300 bucks each. What are you going to do? Like, yeah, it's great. I'm, I get a benefit, but I also have to float that $300 every month, right? I'm still getting the same profit, but I have to float it. So there's a, there's a, there's a time that you're like, there's a point in your, as you're building a portfolio, you're like, these are, there's way too many risky properties, because at any point, interest rates can go up or rents can go down. And then suddenly, now you're at negative 600 bucks a month. So you need to be able to, to cover that risk. Okay, That is why people don't do agreement for sales because they're, they're chicken shits. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's a little rough. But they, but they don't understand it properly. They don't understand the actual value in an agreement for sale. I use that as a tool to gain the trust from the joint venture prospects that I had for the examples that you were giving earlier. I don't have any experience. I don't want to talk to friends and family because I'm worried I'm going to make a mistake. I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. I can't do real estate investing. Okay, go do it yourself. I documented the whole process of me finding these deals, putting in joint venture partners, putting in rent to own buyers, everything else. I became an expert within my circles because I went and showed people how to do it myself. I took that risk on myself though, right? It was higher risk. It was negative cash flow. I mitigated that by adding rent to own in and everything else, which is complicated, creative combinations we can talk about in the future. If you want to take one of Barry's courses, you can learn all about it. Um, I'm a part of his courses. I help him teach those. Like it's, it's some pretty cool stuff when you're ready for it. But 
that that is why people aren't doing agreement for sales is because they they take these courses they're like wow this is so cool and amazing and everything else and then like oh my god this is hard and how come it's negative cash flow mm -hmm. right they don't understand the opportunity the value that's actually there um but that is that is one example of how you can build your credibility in your brand right without any of your own money without asking the people that you love without putting them at risk yeah um yeah. And there's some people that are actually, I, I know some investors, some people that I'm actually coaching and mentoring that are, um, that are doing this now that are, that are following the, the, you know, the, the model that I did and they're doing really well, really well. There's some, there's some huge opportunity there. Hopefully that answered it. He says, great answer. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I tried, I tried to make it as quick as possible with that, with giving as much, um, context as I could, but, um, I apologize everyone for the questions and uh, that we didn't get to today. I'm going to take some, I'm going to write them all down and we'll get to them. Um, if we have some time tomorrow, we'll do that. If not, we'll do them on Monday. Thank you guys so much for getting um, involved today and joining the conversation. Um, thanks for staying up super late. Um, Josh is giving me the wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, hey, and, uh, and, and, and remember, keep joining in live and um, engaging. I see the top fan races is, uh, it's going really well here. Um, you know, get joining in the top fan uh, race, you know, for the, of the month and, and get a chance to win some pretty cool prizes. Did I summarize it all, Gab? Yeah. Okay, guys, we Peace will out, see friends. you tomorrow morning with Barry McGuire. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.